Hello there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. I'm your host, Eric Yee, and thank you for tuning in this week. And if you're new and just joined the show for the first time, the purpose of the show is for me to help out listeners like yourself here in the audience with whatever marketing or business-related questions they have. And I try to rely on my years of experience to help out in whatever way that I can. Now, I got an email in my inbox this week that I almost dismissed because the question was so simple. So simple that I didn't know if I could do a whole podcast episode on it. But then I remembered that we're all in this together. And we're all starting at different points with different levels of experience and expertise. Certain things that may be complex for others, may be very simple for others to do. Not everyone is at the same stage in their career or in life. So that's why I wanted to take this question this week. It's a lot shorter. It's about one sentence long. Uh, from Tyler, and it's a lot different than a lot of my other questions, but going through and thinking a little bit more about it, I do think it's one that I haven't answered on the show before, and I think it'd be great, and it'll help some people out there, for sure. We've all gone through this question before, at some point, I hope, but things may have changed since the last time you've, you've encountered it. So let's hear from Tyler just after this. So, Tyler writes, Hey, Eric, I was wondering how I would go about applying for a job. Tyler. So, hey, Tyler, uh, thanks for the question. Uh, Very broad question, very simple question, but I'll give you an answer for sure. There are tons of ways that you can go about applying for a job and lots of best practices that you should follow. First off, to apply for a job, you got to find a job. Hopefully, find a job you want, or at least one you think you can do well. You can find open jobs on the, a company's careers page, like so let's say going on the website, or on job boards like Monster, Indeed, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, ZipRecruiter, etc. Those are job websites. You can also go to the job fairs being held in your local area. Different companies throw them. Some economic development organizations locally will throw them as well. So keep an eye out for those in the paper, online, through their newsletters, things like that. And go and find some jobs that are uh, open and being hired for. Now, when you find a job that you want, uh, to apply for most any job, there's one thing you need, and that's a resume. There are lots of tips online about how to write a resume, and you can likely find some free templates out there as well. Essentially, your resume should showcase your past employment history, what experiences you have, the skills and qualifications you have, as well as any achievements you have in the workplace. Now, if you don't have a ton of working background, you can parlay your other past experience, your school experience, the projects you've worked on, any hobbies you have that show things like leadership or teamwork, things like that you can try to include in your resume to land an entry-level role. Now, when you've found that job, apply with your resume. That's the easy way to do it. But keep in mind that there are dozens, if not hundreds of people that may be applying for the same position. You may want to make yourself stand out. That resume you wrote, tailor it to the position you're applying for. Include language and the specific things the job listing is looking for on your resume. If you have that experience, essentially highlight it. Bring it forward and make it more relevant to the points the hiring manager is looking for. 
while removing or de-emphasizing others. If there are points on your resume that aren't explicitly looking for, but you think could win you some extra points, go ahead and include them, for sure. Now, once you've written your resume, you should look for a website that can measure how effective it is for an ATS, or Applicant Tracking System. When you submit your resume to a company, they will often feed your resume through an ATS before a person even looks at it. These ATSs, or again, Applicant Tracking Systems, are looking for keywords and other things to weed out candidates. You can imagine being like a hiring manager and get 800 resumes. It's a hard job to look at all 800. This can help automate their their job, but unfortunately, sometimes depending on how you format your resume, or maybe you haven't written a great resume that's not showcasing yourself well to the applicant tracking system, you might get screened out by a robot, essentially. So ensure your resume can be easily read by these ATS systems so you don't get processed out. Lots of people also write a cover letter with their resume. A cover letter is a letter from you to the hiring manager further elaborating on why you want the position, why you think you and your experiences make you uniquely qualified for the position. And I mean, these can be tough to write. Again, there's also advice online that you can look up. Uh, My advice is don't feel like you need to write a novel. Be convincing, but don't drone on just to fill an entire page. Similar to their resume, find out what they're looking for and match up how your past experience addresses it. Show them how you can solve the problem that they're hiring for. Now, when you're applying to a lot of jobs at once, it can be tough to write a resume for every single one. Really write a cover letter for the ones that you want to really land. Take the time to practice writing these. Look at it as another piece of marketing collateral that you're putting forward to the hiring manager in addition to your resume to try to convince them to bring you in for an interview. Now, when you're applying, you got your resume, your cover letter, but you can also add some supporting material. Now, this might depend on how the system that they're using to take applications are. Sometimes they don't always allow for extra documents, and sometimes they do. Sometimes you're just emailing someone, and you can attach these things. So when you can, add supporting documents like letters of recommendations and things like of that nature. Start making a practice to get letters of recommendation Whenever you move from one team or organization, they are much harder to obtain after you've left an organization. So Tyler, this is my general advice on how you should go about applying for a job in the conventional way with online job boards. However, you should also look at networking as a way to land potential roles. I've landed roles solely based on who I know without the job ever being published online for the general public to see. Start adding people in your desired industry on LinkedIn even just to see when they may post potential jobs or openings. Further tactics would be to start engaging in dialogue with these people to build your network, going to networking or industry events to meet people, and further your professional network. You want to be on the top of mind when one of these people has or knows of an opportunity that opens up. So Tyler, thank you for writing in. And I know that was a very high level explanation of how you go about applying for jobs, you know, tailoring your resume, uh, getting into your cover letter. There's entire industries built upon 
helping you with these things from free information to paid courses online. There's a lot out there that I think you can find, but generally this is how you go about and do it. You find the job, you tailor your resume and make yourself look like the best applicant for the position and then you submit it. But by no means is this an exact science. There are so many variables that come into play here and it can be very uh, disheartening applying for jobs and hearing nothing back. But you have no idea what's going on internally at the company. Maybe they already have someone selected and this is just a formality that they open up to make it look like a transparent process. That maybe the hiring manager just doesn't like the font you used on your resume. They don't like Times New Roman. They don't like Arial. And they throw yours in the bin. To be quite honest, applying for jobs online in today's day and age, it's a competitive marketplace. There's lots of people. It's easy to get lost in the noise. So whatever you can do to stand out is always advisable. So don't get disheartened, Tyler, if you don't see yourself uh, getting many callbacks. It happens to the best of us, even at different levels. So good luck and uh, keep at it. And for the rest of you listening, you know, if you're looking to apply for a job, hopefully some of this will help you. There's a lot more, a lot more in depth we can get into this. So if you have any specific questions uh, for how to apply to a job or in the marketing field, uh, feel free to hit me up. Uh, I'm happy to answer your questions. And for those of us that are hiring managers or have done hiring or are building teams, it can be tough reviewing these resumes as well. I've had people that look great on paper. They come into an interview and they bomb it. And some people that don't look ground paper that really nail the interview. You never know how these things are, are going to go. So it's such a subjective measure of who a candidate is. This is one piece of paper. But to be quite honest, here in the marketing field, if you can't market yourself, how are you going to market the products that we're trying to get you to sell? So always look at your brand, your personal brand. Now, I know there's a lot of... Uh, hype online about that but realistically it's just how you show up to work what values you have what's important to you and what you want to convey to hiring managers what kind of integrity do you have when it comes across to your cover letter and your resume these are all extensions of who you are so you want to make sure they're they're representing you to the best of their ability right so think about that uh, next time you're looking at applying for a job and if you've been in a job for a long time and you haven't updated your resume in a few years, you never know what's going to happen with life. It's always advisable to have an up-to-date resume, maybe even some templated cover letters for yourself as well, because you never know what's going to happen. You don't want to get laid off and then try to think back to the last five years of projects and initiatives you put forward, looking for measurable data that now you don't have because you might be laid off and locked out of those systems. Get it now while you don't need it. So that way when you do need it, you're ready to go and hit the ground running. So with that, it's time to wrap the show up. If you have a question for me, drop me a line at eric at marketingsos.ca. I'm here to help you. So take advantage of me. If you could be so kind to leave a ratings and review on whatever podcast player you listen to, it really helps grow the show, and I would truly appreciate it. So with that, that's this episode. Thank you. That's episode 69. My name is Eric Key, and I am out. <laughs>